tonight we present radio's most popular detective, Paul Temple. In Paul Temple Intervene, a new serial play specially written for broadcasting by Francis Durbridge and produced by Martin C. Webster. Paul Temple Intervenes. Episode one, The Marquis. Listeners to our audio bulletins will already have heard, we have with us in the studio this evening Sir Graham Forbes, Chief Commissioner of Police, who is to broadcast a special message to listeners both in this country and throughout the United States of America. Sir Graham Forbes. Eight months ago, in a little country lane about two miles from the village of Hampton in Arden, a man was found murdered. His name, a household name throughout the United States of America, was Myron Harwood. The constable who discovered the body has already told how, by the side of the dead man, he found a small, square piece of white cardboard bearing the inscription, The Marquis. Yes, that was eight months ago. And since then, there have been seven murders. Seven unsolved murders. Seven small pieces of white cardboard, each bearing the same insidious inscription, The Marquis. I am authorized to state that a free pardon will be given to any person other than one actually guilty of willful murder, providing that the said person will furnish the information and evidence necessary to ensure the arrest and conviction of the man or woman known as the Marquis. Blimey, if this is the Thames, you know what you can do with it. I told you you'd see a bit of life on the river, didn't I? Oh, what a night. Ain't fit for a dog. How long have you been in the port? Me? 17 years. Blimey, you've got longer whiskers than I have. Yeah, I joined in August 1925. I was with the OCC before that. Very tedious, it was. <laughs> Very tedious. Well, for sure, blooming tediousness, you won this job, mate. Up and down the Thames, night after night. Night after night. Been on it now for 12 years and a half, and I've never yet seen... What's that? What is it? Look. No, no, no. Over there. No, it. Okay, get him no. Right. no, no, no. I'll swing over the side. Slower, Dan. Slower, Dan. There's no hurry, mate. Not if I'm any judge. Hmm? She's a goner. Been in the water for hours. Oh. Suit, look at her. Be careful. Careful, in <laughs> Is she dead? Yes. Pretty looking kid even now, isn't she? Yeah. Well, she can't be much older. What is it? What are you looking at? Really, it's something pinned to her dress. It's, it's a card of some sort. What? What's it say? It says, The Marquis.
Gentlemen, gentlemen, please. Now, Chief Inspector, I think it's your turn to make a statement. There's been too many statements made during the last four weeks, Sir Graham. What we want is action. And by gosh, we want it now, before it's too late. It's all very well talking about action, Bradley, but do you realise... Do you realise, my dear Chief Inspector Street, that seven people have been murdered? Seven people? And on each occasion... Oh, damn. Hello? I told you not to interrupt me, Dixon. What? When did this happen? I see. Yes, all right. Yes, bring me back as soon as you find out. Well, as I said, Street, seven people have been murdered on an every occasion they've been used. I hate to contradict you, Superintendent, but eight people have been murdered. Yes. They picked a girl out of the river just over an hour ago. You they mean... found a small square of white cardboard pinned to her dress. It had two words on it. The Marquis? Yes, Ross, the Marquis. Have they identified the girl? Not yet. They haven't identified her? No. That's odd, isn't it? What do you mean? Well, give the boys a chance. They only picked the girl out of the river an hour ago. Yes, but don't you see? All the other people... All the other victims of the Marquis were well-known. Celebrities, in fact. Now, they were identified immediately. Myron Harwood, Sir Dennis Brinton, Carlton Rogers, Lady Hamilton... Yes, yes, that's true enough. I, I hadn't thought of that. Yeah, I beg your pardon, sir, but, Yes, uh, yes, what is it, Sergeant? Uh, this note was delivered by him, so it was marked urgent and strictly confidential, so I... Yes, yes, thank you, Sergeant, thank you. Nothing wrong, Sir Graham, sir? No. Only, this note happens to be from Paul Temple. Temple. Paul Temple? I thought Paul Temple was an American. He was, but... Well, I'd better read you this note. Dear Sir Graham, Steve and I have arrived back from the States. Why don't you dine with us tomorrow evening? Shall look forward to seeing you. Kindest regards, Paul Temple. P.S. Is it true what they say about Rita? Is it true what they say about Rita? Rita? The devil's Rita. Sir Graham, yes? you don't think the Home Secretary's been in touch with Temple? Hello. Yes? Yes, Dixon? Yes? I see. Thank you. They've identified the girl. Her name was Cartwright. Cartwright? Yes. Rita Cartwright. Temple. I know what I'm talking about. I read your last novel. The detective was a bigger fool than ever. Right, Timothy. He had to be, Sir Graham. He was practically the chief commissioner. Sir Harley, please. <laughs> Cigar, Sir Graham. Ah, thank you. We, um, we got your message. Yes? Yes. Light? Thank you. Hmm. Now, um, what did you mean exactly by is it true what they say about Rita? Well, for the last 18 months, you know, I've been in America, Sir Graham, attached to the sea branch of the MOI. Yes, Colonel Randall's only. Well, while I was over there, the newspaper started a terrific, well, I suppose we'd call it a front-page story about this person called the Marquis. Mm-hmm. First, I thought the whole business was grossly exaggerated, but one morning, about a fortnight ago, I received a cable from the Home Secretary, and I knew then... You knew then that things were pretty serious, eh? Yes. Sir Graham, so far as my own position is concerned, I'd like to be perfectly frank with you. There's no reason why you should feel at all embarrassed by this, Temple. The Home Secretary sent for you, and he sent for you for a very good reason. Because we at Scotland Yard need your help. Well, strange though it may seem, I'm relieved to hear you say that. After all, I had no wish to intervene, Sir Graham. Don't if... talk nonsense, darling. You know perfectly well that you've every intention of intervening. Darling, darling, darling. And you still haven't told Sir Graham about Rita Cartwright. Ah, uh, No. 
And I'm rather interested to hear about Rita Cartwright, Temple. Well, Rita Cartwright is a rather impetuous young lady, Sir Graham, who, to put it bluntly, fancies her chances as a, a private detective. A month or so ago, she started to make certain inquiries about the Marquis and, uh, I, what is it? What's the matter? Rita Cartwright's dead. Dead? She was picked out of the Thames shortly after half past eight last night. Her body was identified by a man called Roger Storey. My Timothy. You mean that you... Oh, how horrible. Temple, do you remember a queer, boastful little bounder by the name of Sammy Wren? Yes. Yes, I remember Sammy Wren. I told Bradley to pick up Sammy Wren about a fortnight ago, but nothing came of it. You know, I've got a hunch that Sammy might know something. He's a queer little devil, but he covers a lot of territory. Yes. Why are you smiling? Do you know a small public house near the Elephant Castle called the Golden Cage? The Golden Cage? No, I can't say I do. Why do you ask? Because I'm going there tonight, Sir Graham, and by Timothy, I'm rather looking forward to it. Really? Yes. <laughs> Two minds with but a single thought, eh, Sir Graham? What do you mean? Well, can't you guess? I'm meeting Sammy Wren. I'm meeting Sammy Wren. <laughs> <laughs> spend your leisure moments, Mr. Temple. Don't be silly, darling. All my leisure moments are spent with an exotic blonde in Bradford. You know that. Peace. Uh, what would you like to drink? I should love a dry martini. Yes, so should I. We'll have two pints of pale ale. Oh. Good evening, sir. Good evening. Would you get us, uh... Why, God bless my soul, if it isn't Dolly Fraser. The name's Smith. Betty Smith. Smith? Not one of the Berkshire Smiths. Yes, one of the Berkshire Smiths. Ah. And what can I get you? Two half pints of pale ale, Miss Smith. The paler, the better. Thank you. Uh, thank you. You know her? Of course I know her. Her name's Dolly Fraser. She used to be mixed up with the Regan mob. That's quite right, Mr. Temple. Her name is Fraser, and she did used to be mixed up with the Regan mob. Forgive me if I'm intruding. I couldn't help her help her overhearing your remark. Her name is Ross. Inspector Ross, CID. Why, of course, Inspector. How are you? I'm afraid I didn't recognize you. Do you know my wife? No, I don't think I've had that pleasure. How do you do, Mr. Temple? How do you do, Inspector? Will you have a drink? Uh, thank you, no. I ought to have been home ages ago. I regret to say, Mr. Temple, this is an off-duty visit. <laughs> All the more reason for having a drink. No, no, really, I mustn't. Good night, Mrs. Temple. Good night, Inspector. Good night, sir. Good night, Inspector. Inspector Ross? Is he one of the new people at the yard? No, no, he's been there for ages. He used to be attached to the fingerprint department until Bradley took over. Oh. I don't think they saw eye to eye, or, well, anyway, Forbes transferred him. You know. They say he's quite an intelligent fellow. Ah, here's our Berkshire friends again. Two half points. Thank you. Mr. Temple. Huh? I'm sorry I was rude just now. Oh, that's all right, Dolly. It is, Dolly. Yes, of course it is, Mr. Temple. <laughs> Silly of me to deny it. Yes. I knew you'd spotted me the moment you came in here. Whatever are you doing in this part of the world, Mr. Temple? Well, I'm waiting for an old friend of ours, Dolly, Sammy Wren. Sammy Wren? Yes, Sammy Wren. Oh. I haven't seen Sammy for ages. Nothing wrong, I hope? No, no, there's nothing wrong, Dolly. No. How about joining us in a drink? Oh, well, if it's all sent to you, dearie, I'd like a pink gin. But why not? So you haven't seen Sammy? Not recently, I mean. No, Mr. Temple, not for a week or two at least. Used to be near pretty regular at one time. Yes, so I believe. Well, you look prosperous, Dolly. Oh, I'm all right. Got a good job, you know. 
The boss is very good to me. Very good, he is. Quite a gent, in fact. Oh, I'm glad. You don't seem to be getting on very well with your pale ale, darling. I'm not getting on at all well with it. Oh, now, <laughs> let me get you a gin and tonic, Mrs. Temple. More than your line, I'm sure. <laughs> Thank you. Do you happen to have heard anything about this fellow all the newspapers are talking about? Do you, Dolly? I mean, the, uh, the Marquis. I only know what I read in the papers. And I don't always believe that. Okay, why the blazes should I know anything about him? You're the second person that's asked me that in a week. Oh? Who was the first? Young chap called Roger Storing. He's been snooping around here for days asking blasty questions. I wouldn't put up with him if it wasn't for the fact that he's... Well... Well, he's got quite away with him. Roger Storey. Why, that's the man Sir Graham mentioned. The young man that identified Rita Cartwright. Yes. Oh, Mr. Temple. Sorry to have kept you waiting. Oh, hello, Sammy. Didn't get your message so late last night. Hello, Dolly. How's tricks? Oh, this is my wife, Sammy. I don't think you met. Why, no. I've never had that pleasure. How do you do, Mrs. Temple? How do you do? Well, let's go into the back parlour, shall we? We can talk better in there. Well, uh, look here, Mr. Temple. I I was supposed to see a bloke in the West End soon after eight, and it's it's gone that now. Do you think we could have our little chat tomorrow morning sometime? Where are you meeting your friend? Percy's snack bar. It's uh, just off the air market. Well, I'll run you there in the car, and we can talk on the way. Oh. Oh, okay. All right, Jolly. Good night, Doc. Good night, Mrs. Temple. Good night, Dolly. And keep the chains, Dolly, and keep out of mischief. <laughs> you bet. Uh, what, what was yours? What is it you wanted to see me about, Mr. Temple? Can't you guess? Blowed if I can. As soon as I got your notes, I said to myself, blimey, something's in the window, or he wouldn't be riding to a blinking tea leaf like Sammy Wren. What do you know about the Marquis, Sammy? The Marquis? Yes. Not, nothing. Nothing, I, I don't know nothing about him. And if you take my oh, tip... Oh, do be careful, darling. It, it, just staring it. Oh, that's better. How you were saying, Sammy? I was saying I don't know anything about him. Not a blasted thing, and, and that's the truth. The whole truth and nothing but the truth, eh, no, Sammy? listen, Mr. Temple, you know me. I, I wouldn't hold out on you, not for all the blinking money in China. I'm sure you wouldn't. You know, that's funny. You, you're the second bloke that's asked me about the Marquis. Chap turned up with a golden cage about a week or so ago and wanted to know if I'd ever... Yes. Yes, I'd forgotten about him. Nice-looking young chap said his name was Roger Story. Look here, Mr. Temple, is he a razzle? Because if he is, I'll... Pull over, darling, there's a lorry. He wants to pass you. Blimey, he's a three-tonner. Pull over, mate. Well, there's something in the matter with the steering, unless... Unless... Look out! He's forcing you over, Paul! Now, get down, Steve. For Pete's sake, get down. Look out! Look out! For the love of Mike, get out over! Get down, Steve! How about you? you? I'm all right. Oh, where's Sammy? Oh, Lord, he's under the bonnet. Here's someone coming. He'll give you a hand. I say, I, I say, I say, you two all right? I was on the other side of the road and well, somebody under the bonnet. We, we've got to move the car over. Good Lord, what's the matter? Well, aren't you, aren't you Paul Temple? Yes. 
I say, what an extraordinary coincidence. I've been trying to get in touch with you all the evening. Really? Yes. Oh, I... I beg your pardon. My name's Story. Roger Story. Marquis? You've been listening to episode one of the new Paul Temple serial, Paul Temple Intervenes, with Carl Bernard as Paul Temple. Listen next Friday at 6.40 to episode two, concerning Sir Felix Raybould.